Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm talking with Roberta Hughes about how she brings peace into the lives of others through eliminating stress. She's a peaceful living expert and is the founder and lead instructor at Peaceful Living, a boutique hybrid studio that conveys a delicate and personalized instruction through customized Pilates, meditation, and yoga classes. Roberta's core focus is on redefining people's relationship with stress, with offerings like five-minute Zen breaks or custom-tailored approaches to stress relief and lifestyle shifts. Roberta walks alongside clients, individuals, and businesses to implement daily routines, such as a meditation practice, to aid in clearing the clutter from our minds and ease the weight of what we are carrying, both mentally and physically. Peaceful Living grants clients a way to filter out life's pressures through a delicate and highly personalized approach through its live streams and on-demand classes. Its nurturing and customized approach guides clients who desire to change their relationship with stress. In this space, Roberta filters out the clutter, granting people a welcoming space to reconnect with her and others. This past year, Roberta was chosen as a top 15 finalists in the 2022 HotWorks Virtual Instructor Competition. HotWorks offers sessions in yoga, Pilates, bar, and more, an infrared sauna to encourage detoxification, stress release, and healing. She will team up with HotWorks again in later in 2023 for the debut of its new brand, Soul Spa, featuring hot detox yoga and hot chakra meditation. Roberta will film hot detox yoga and hot chakra sessions for the launch of Soul Spa. Welcome, Roberta. Thank you so much. That was quite a bit of information to share. <laughs> I'm sure we'll still have other things to talk about, but sometimes <laughs> we We're get finished. to know you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> a pleasure. <laughs> so, what led you to be an entrepreneur and like how you got to where you are today? So I became an entrepreneur a little bit later in life. I first was a stay-at-home mom. I had my first baby at the age of 25, and he is now 24 years old. So it's almost kind of time for me to step into my purpose in life and I started this business, Peaceful Living, in 2018 more as a passion project and a way to offer all of the things that I had been doing as part-time jobs throughout my momhood journey, if you will. Pilates, yoga, meditation, those were the three things that kept me grounded and connected in those busy moments of being a stay-at-home mom, mostly a single mom because my ex-husband was in the Air Force. And really finding ways to take care of myself and take care of my children at the same time. Now that my children are grown, I'm using these tools to help busy people make time for themselves and prioritize themselves so they can nourish and nurture their energy and do all of the things that they want to do in life. So you basically came into this as a way of helping yourself deal with all the stresses that life was throwing at you. Absolutely. Yes. Um, a little on accident, I didn't intentionally say I'm going to do things every day to make myself feel better. I just started organically doing the things that helped me find a place of stress relief, breathing, yoga. Those were the two main things, especially when my children were babies and toddlers, because as you know, 
babies and toddlers do not have an agenda. They do not have a schedule as much as we try to put them on one. So sleeping becomes a rare experience <laughs> for new moms. And I found ways to stay rested and nourished even when my babies were growing and not sleeping. Well, that's good. Good keys to pass along to others. <laughs> yes. And I think we can apply that to the entrepreneurial spirit because opening a new business, starting a new business is much like having a new baby and raising a small child. You are in it every single day. You're immersed in it. You're probably not sleeping very much in those beginning stages. And you're so emotionally invested and probably sharing something that you love and are passionate about. So true. So true. So who would you say is your ideal avatar? My ideal avatar are busy professionals, both male and female. I have a blend of clients um, between the ages of 35 and 65 who are busy, who are motivated, who are type A people and say that they have a difficult time slowing down and finding rest. So what do you do to get in front of them? Usually a conversation. So the initial introduction may come from the internet. They may have found me on social media. Another person may have introduced me to get in front of them. I then say, let's set up a time to just have a conversation and see where you want to improve things and how you feel, how you sleep and how you move so that you can be more available for the things you do in your day-to-day -day life. So what kind of social media channels work best for you? Instagram tends to work the best for me, even though it's not my typical demographic between that 35 and 65, I'm finding more people are coming to the platform. I also find a few clients on LinkedIn because that is full of busy professionals as well as corporate professionals. I've done a little bit with corporate wellness and retreats for corporate um, gatherings. And Facebook, I, I feel like I need to be better at because that's where my typical demographic is. But I've been kind of coaxing people, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram, and they're doing that. And I can really share little reels that are inspiring and give useful tips in that platform. So that's the one that I feel allows me to share what I do best. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> So when people come to you, what's kind of like the main thing that you'll consistently see with everybody? Like, is it a lot of work stress or just needing balance? Probably both. So work and life stress tend to be collapsed these days, especially post pandemic. A lot of people are still working from home, doing Zoom from home and trying to blend that into their daily life. So a typical client is probably working from home and needing help in creating rhythms so that they can move from work to home life and feel like there's a better separation and more harmony between the two. Do you have any quick tips on how to do that? The number one thing I tell people is let's find some white space in your calendar. So if you are scheduled back to back to back to back to back from the time you sit down in front of your computer until you maybe don't even have a quitting time, we need to restructure that time so that 
you're maybe doing 50 minute sessions on your Zoom calls instead of 60 minute sessions. Give yourself those 10 minutes to be human, use the restroom, make a cup of tea, have a glass of water, do a little Zen break, um, which is a short guided meditation so that you can let go of what you've just completed and then really show up for the next thing with the best focus and the best energy that you have. And I think that's key too, because like, like you had mentioned, like lots of times we just are always on the go, right? And trying to squeeze in as much as we can. <laughs> yeah. Some, sometimes that break though, or a lot of times just that is more beneficial than with not taking it. Yes. And taking intentional breaks. So if we give ourselves too much time, it can nourish that afternoon slump, if you will, or kind of break our sense of motivation. If we take a five to 10 minute break and we know this is going to be my time to make a snack, to have a snack, to use the restroom, to do a breathing exercise, there's going to be something in in those moments to help me reconnect and decompress and refuel. Then that's going to keep you in the place of having energy, having rejuvenation and having that motivation to keep going all very key, right? <laughs> yes. So what are a couple big goals that you're looking to achieve in the next year or two? This year, my goal is to really get people connected to the content that I've created. I spent 18 months between 2020 and mid 2022 creating videos with my son. Those live in my on-demand library And what I have started doing is speaking one-to-one with each person that comes into my community and almost giving a little prescription of here's the small group of videos that I think are going to be the most meaningful to help you decompress, relieve stress, and feel better. For some people, that's adding movement into their day. For some, it's just adding those short little Zen breaks and resets throughout their day. And starting small and then building from one place so that it becomes part of their life, similar to how it became part of my life as a young mom. That's fun. I'll share a couple more goals. So number one is, you know, getting people to utilize the content that I've created. Number two is to really educate and inspire from a stage. So being on more news segments, being on more podcasts, being in places where I can lead mini retreats and give people a wonderful experience so that they kind of can escape from the day-to-day stress and then take useful tools back into their life. And filming for Soul Spawn Hotworks has been, I, I actually just finished that. So by the time your podcast airs, they'll be in the saunas, my virtual instruction for hot yoga and hot chakra meditation. And every May, they do new auditions for the virtual instructors. So I made the top 15 last year. A goal is to make the top seven this year and be a virtual instructor for Hotworks. That's fun. Do they have like different benefits for where you rank on your top instructor? So the top seven are the ones that technically do all of the filming for the workouts and the sessions that you see in the saunas throughout the year. And I had made the top 15, not the top seven, but because they felt like my personality really was a good fit for the Soul Spa brand, 
they called me to join the top seven for filming um, two of the sessions for Soul Spa. So that was an honor and a gift that I was able to do that. That's super exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. And the top 15 all get flown out to their national convention. This um, in 2023, it'll be held, I think, in Dallas. And so we compete live. It's almost like a reality show week. Everything <laughs> gets filmed. We're doing all different types of competitions from interview to leading sessions to being on stage and seeing how long we can hold a certain pose because there's a lot of isometric holds in in the sauna um, sessions that we lead. So we need that stamina and strength and endurance. Kind of reminds me of like a little, like like a Miss Pageant or whatever slash like bodybuilding competition aspect. <laughs> there are some components of all of that, but it's not always female. Last year, there were 14 females and one strong male um, <laughs> who all competed together. And in prior years, there have been more men who have made that top 15. The top 40 had quite a few men, but it was 14 women and one male who made the top 15 this past year. That's fun. It'll be interesting to see who gets in this year. It will. I'm excited. <laughs> so what would those goals, how would they affect your business? I think they'll give me more visibility and credibility because the more people see that I'm out there challenging myself and growing, stretching my comfort zone and leading from a place where it's not always easy to lead being on stage and connecting with people at a deep level. That's not always an easy task. So in doing that myself, I think I'll be showing people that even in those moments that are challenging, we can still have strong and meaningful connections. So true. And I think that's things that we need to think of or to remember too, right? Whether we're going through challenging things or stressful times or whatever, we can still make time or have those meaningful relationships. Absolutely. And, you know, we have become so accustomed to connecting through a screen. And that's a lot of what I do on Peaceful Living is teach and lead from a screen. I rarely see some of my clients, some of them only participate in my on-demand content. So, being able to be vulnerable, to have clear instruction, clear guidance that helps the person find a place of confidence and comfort within their own body is what I aim for every time I lead or teach. What do you think is the number one roadblock that might be holding you back from reaching your goals? I think I identified that in 2022, having just been in the fitness industry and a stay at home mom, I was really just leading from a place of passion to take my business to the next level required that I get some support because my business mind is not as strong as my creative mind and my teaching brain. So I actually hired a coach um, at the end of 2022. And working with her has taught me how to use the same principles that I use to inspire people for fitness and movements and meditation to inspire myself to stay connected to my business goals and to have that accountability. And I would also, there were two other things that I did. I hired three con contractors and consultants to help me in marketing and uh, building my website. So my website is now 
a complete reflection of who I am and what I'm offering. And I give credit to my marketing contractor for that. I have a public relations specialist who helps me with visibility and books me for uh, podcasts and new segments and speaking and writing opportunities. And then I hired a bookkeeper to help me keep my books and to start teaching me how to set those financial goals rather than just setting long-term goals. Like what am I going to do every single day to make a difference towards that long-term goal? So now I have daily financial goals that I hold myself to account for. That's fun. How did it feel bringing in the people, your team that you have to help you? Was it kind of scary letting go or that you were getting big that you benefited from having people? The first person that I brought in was my marketing person. And I just knew that my website, the previous website that I had, it was lovely, but it didn't really tell people what I did or how to get involved with what I was doing. And I knew that I was too close to the message to do all of that by myself. So when I met with her, it was really this time of excitement and anticipation. We spent a lot of time in conversation, you know, really going through the creative process, looking through what I already had, her creating a proposal and a vision that I could wrap my arms around and see. And then as she started to put it to life, it was just it, it felt like the right thing. So that part was super exciting. Um, I brought Erica, my PR person in around the same time. So I felt like the three of us were this collaborative team and I was able to share my creativity and my passion. And then they were able to manifest it into something that we could invite people to come to and to participate in and enjoy and benefit from. Hiring the bookkeeper and the coach were probably the two scariest parts, just because I felt like I should be able to do my own books, right? And it was the one thing that I would put in my schedule. And I'm sure people with fitness can, you know, <laughs> relate to this. And then, you know, I even called it Financial Friday, Financial Friday. I'm going to, you know, do all of my financials on Friday. I never did financial Friday. <laughs> and then I would start to feel this guilt and this shame that, you know, I had all of these receipts to go through and all of this bookkeeping to do. And I wasn't doing it. And I didn't know what my numbers were. And how can my business grow if I don't know what's coming in and what's going out? So I had this whole internal conversation. And then to think of hiring someone to do that just felt like a failure almost like because I wasn't doing it myself. And I just felt like I've done as the best that I can with the tools that I have. And I've gotten as far as I can with the tools that I have. And in order to take that big step, I needed to bring in people who had skill sets that could help me gain knowledge and who could help me gain the information. And once I made peace with that, it didn't feel so hard. Yeah. And it's nice that you, you dealt with that issue, you know, like that stressor, mm -hmm. you didn't let it get in the way. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, I probably would have been better off making that choice two years ago at the same time that I revamped my website, because what I have gained when we went through my numbers together, 
because she's already got everything organized for taxes. That's, you know, the earliest I've had things organized for taxes since I've been in business and been an entrepreneur. But she looked back and told me that 62% of my revenue came between July and December of 2022. And it was in July that I made that intentional choice to start bringing on people that could help me with those business elements that I wasn't as skilled at. So, and it's nice to see that it's um, it's beneficial for you to have the bookkeeper as part of your team. Absolutely, yes. What's the best advice that you have ever received? Gosh. I would say the best advice I've ever received is that money is an exchange of energy because being a fitness professional, most of us do what we do because we love it and are passionate about it. And so many fitness professionals struggle in how to charge a client or how much to charge a client, especially if they're in business by themselves and for themselves. Once I heard that, that money is an exchange of energy it really helped me see the value in what I was doing and to actually put or, you know, assign a dollar value to that. And really like that's what it is, right? We're just exchanging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's the best advice you've ever given? The best advice I've ever given I don't know. I give people advice all of the time. I think if I were to choose one thing, I I really encourage my clients to be in the moment and to be who they are, not to compare themselves to others, not to compare themselves to some picture that they've seen, but really looking at how they want to feel each and every day. Oftentimes with yoga, we look at a pose and we think, our bodies can't do that. And we only see our limitations. I encourage people to look for what's possible rather than what their limitation is so that they can create something new. I like that. You kind of talk about like decluttering our mind and stuff. Do you have any simple ways or anything that we can, that you can share with us regarding that? The simplest way to declutter your mind is through the breath, because when the brain is focused on any part of the breath, whether it be the inhale, the exhale, or the pauses in between thoughts subside. So you can even just practice it right now. And if you really focus on your inhale coming into your body, your exhale, leaving your body, It'll be really difficult to stay connected to the question that you want to ask next or anything that might be popping up in your head because your brain is following the breath. And now I'm yawning. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good stress release, right? (laughs) It definitely is. You know, we don't breathe as much as we can. And oftentimes the yawning is because the muscles aren't used to getting that full expansion and contraction. And just like any other muscle, it fatigues and then that, you know, we have to almost yawn to reset and to let things release. What would you say would be some daily practices to help nourish ourselves? Breathing, starting some type of a mindfulness or meditation practice, 
getting out in nature because nature helps to regulate your nervous system. Uh, spending less time in front of the screen. And even if that means just shutting it down for those five minute breaks in between Zoom calls, you know, exposing yourself to something more natural, natural light, natural scenery, having live plants near your office or inside your office. All of those things are simple and they make such a difference in, in your stress levels. Thank you. You're welcome. So do you, you talk a little bit, or you talk about creating a self-care focused business and culture with mindset. Uh, is that anything that you want to touch on with us today? Sure. So a self-care culture means that we do take care of ourselves first. And if we go back to childhood, if you will, our moms and dads held that role or whoever our caregivers were held that role. Some of us had better experiences than others. I was blessed to have a very nurturing childhood. So all of my needs were taken care of for me. And I could really just be the best version of myself. I could go to school. I could play. I could be with friends. And then once we become an adult and we're no longer under the roof of our caregivers, we forget that we still have that needs to be taken care of and learning to do little things throughout the day that do nourish and nurture our well-being, our emotional health, our mental health, our physical health. That's going to give us the fuel to do all of the things that we love to do. And I think remembering that because we tend to schedule everything else in the calendar except for, let's say, me time, right? Yes. And so I think being mindful with that and then following through with it yeah is huge and even like you said like it could just be five minutes yeah right five minutes here and there can do a whole lot of good for us it's easy to start with five minutes and most people think it's not going to make a difference but once they start practicing it that consistency and intentionality starts to build I call it investing in your spiritual bank account. You know, this is your wellspring of energy that you draw from to be an active and productive human being. So if you deplete that resource, then you're burnt out, you're overwhelmed, you're sick, your immune system suffers, you're not sleeping. I could go down the list, <laughs> but if you just do those five minutes a day, it's like depositing $5 a week in your bank account versus $5 a month in your bank account huge difference, especially over time. Yes. Well, I have appreciated you being with us today. Thank Is you. There, you're welcome. <laughs> Is there anything that we haven't talked about yet that you would like to share with us? I think just to keep in mind that as you're scheduling and putting that time in for yourself to really keep the appointments to yourself, because the biggest mistake I see people do once they make the time is to cancel on themselves. And if you are canceling on yourself, just do a little reflection around that. Like, why are you putting your needs last? And how is that showing up in your business and in your entrepreneurial role? Is it helping you or is it keeping you held back? And once people realize that these little pockets of time can really transform where they are to where they want to go, then they start making that investment more easily. I like it. Thank you so much. 
You're welcome. Where can we go to find out more about you and what you do? I am on peacefulliving.com. Full has two L's. That's my website. And I have a blog. I have a live stream class schedule that you can pop in and try a class for free. I also have an on-demand library with more than 175 different videos, which can seem overwhelming. But when you connect to my community, you can sign up for a self-care success call. I'll take all of the overwhelm out of it and really help find the content that is good for you and that will make a difference in your life so that you can start small and not feel overwhelmed. Nice. So basically, you'll help make a pass so we know which video to watch next in essence, right? Correct. Yes. And for some people, I just give them two or three and I say practice these for the next four weeks, make them part of your everyday routine or your weekly routine. Some videos are a daily practice, like a Zen break would be a daily practice where a yoga class or a Pilates class might be twice a week or once a week, depending on the person. Fun. Well, thank you so much and we'll keep in touch. Thank you. I appreciate you having me as your guest and I look forward to getting to know you better as the future unfolds and as this episode comes out into the world. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review and I'll catch you on the next episode.